I'm Fred Goldstein with Health Innovation Media, and I'm here at the Florida Association of ACOs annual conference in Orlando, and I'm joined by Renee Lehrer, the president of Guidewell uh, Florida Blue. Welcome. Thank you. Nice and, to be here. And you just gave a great presentation this morning, as you did last year. Thank you. That really opened up a lot of people's eyes. Talk a little bit about what you're seeing is the changes that are driving you at Guidewell to do some of these things. Well, you know, we're seeing huge changes, first off, in who the buyer is. So we're seeing a shift from group. Group is not getting smaller, but the individual market is getting bigger. So today, roughly 40% of our members come from individual purchases, whether it's in Medicare or Medicaid or Medicare Advantage or uh, affordable care. So there's a, diff there's a change in terms of what's happening and what needs to be done. Secondly, the world is moving towards this notion of ACOs and value-based, and we need to work with providers in a partnership world to figure out how to make that work better. What information can we give? How do we support them? And how do we hold accountable care organizations to be more accountable. Right, you talked some this morning about what your role is as a health plan and what you believe you can provide in that collaborative model. And you also talked some about the role of the provider and what they need to provide. And you've seen what sort of worked and hasn't in presents. So what are some of those areas that the providers need to begin to consider to say, if we want to be a viable entity to work with a, a guide well and produce successful outcomes, what do we need to do? So number one, what we see in those ACOs that have been most effective and most successful is that they are patient-centric. They're concerned about the well-being of the patient, not because of the financial relationship, although that's positive, but because it's about coordinated care. Accountable care is taking accountability for the patient, moving out of the silos, moving out of the specialists, everyone does a body part, but having someone take responsibility for the overall management of the consumer. The consumer may be a patient, may be a caregiver, may be someone who's healthy who doesn't need care, but taking overall responsibility to understand what's going on, when it's going on, and how to take care of that patient. So we use the line, it's not just managed care, it's managed life. It isn't about how many days you're in the hospital, it's about what your life is at home. What's your social environment? Those are all predictors and they define what happens when you get sick. So our goal is those accountable care organizations are accessible, they are concerned, they are coordinated, and they make their number one priority the well-being of the patient. And in so doing, their quality scores get better, their coding gets better, their outcomes get better, and the reimbursement gets better. It and all you, comes together. You talked to, you actually gave some statistics about some of the results of the more successful ACOs that do those things versus those that are not in terms of their medical loss ratio as well as quality scores. And what do those medical loss ratios look like? So we're seeing in, in high performing ACOs 6% lower medical trends wow. and 9 to 10% lower medical costs. On the other, compared to their peers, on the other side, low-performing ACOs are seeing 4% higher medical trends, 4% higher medical costs, much higher um, on, the, on the positive side, much higher quality scores. On the better-performing ACOs, lower on the other side, much higher star ratings for their populations. So overall, it's not a financially driven system. It's a financially incented system. So by doing better work, by having better coordination, by performing higher quality tasks, um, their reimbursement gets better, their scores get better, and then they do better financially. Yeah, so what are some of the unique things you're doing? Because you talked about you're going from this 40% uh, individual base to 60% to become a more consumer-centric type health plan? So first off, we're getting very engaged in the digital space. We know that members um, are enamored with their technology, they're enamored with their telephones, which 
used to be telephones. They, <laughs> they do. You can talk on them, but mostly they're using them for other things. How do we interact with people? How do we educate people? We are building, we have built 18 retail centers. The retail centers are really driven to the individual consumer who can go in and understand their benefits. They can go in and understand some minor healthcare issues we can provide for them. They can buy services. And in fact, we'll be opening soon what we're now calling Retail 2.0 which is a health solution center that will also bring technology to the community, an understanding of apps. So someone who comes into one of our centers will not only get, you know, figure out their claims and figure out how to pay for their premiums, but begin to see in real life some of the technologies and environments that are changing. So we actually hope to do a soft opening of our first one in the next couple of weeks and do a rollout across the state. But today, we're a bit unique. We have over 300,000 people walk through our retail centers, and those really become education centers for us as well. Yeah, and I, um, you also talked about the mission of your organization, and, and now with everybody dropping out ACA, you've got United dropping and the others dropping out. You have a commitment here in Florida, and it looks like your commitment's to every county. We have uh, services, we have product in the exchange, in uh, the Affordable Care Act, in every county in Florida. We've had that from day one. We're going into year four. We've been that way all four years. We're the only player that's been in every county every year. In fact, we're probably the only player who's been in every county any year. Uh, and that's our commitment. Uh, this is not about cherry-picking counties or cherry-picking products, which obviously we see others doing. They're in a county, then they're out. They're in the plan, then they're out. You know, one plan is in South Florida, but pulled out of Orlando. That's not who we are. Our commitment is building healthier communities in Florida. And to do that, you've got to do it across the state, whether there are large populations or small populations. So, in fact, we believe in this open enrollment, in 47 of the 67 counties, we're the only player. Wow. So that commitment and loyalty is very important to us. And as part of that, you talked about um, the changing marketplace. And Brian Klepper and I wrote a piece on the healthcare blog that talked about how it looked like Medicaid health plans and those that had some background in that were a little more successful, maybe because they came from the Medicaid market. And you mentioned today you're seeing that you now compete against these Medicaid plans that are moving up in the market. How? And you said they were different and look at things the world differently. How is that? So, I mean, it's been fascinating to us because our natural competitors have changed. Our natural competitors were the big group insurers, right. Aetna, Cigna, United, Humana, somewhat Humana, mostly on Medicare. We didn't compete with, with uh, yeah. Molina or Centene, and they were, were fine plans. I know them. We had a lot of respect for them. But we didn't overlap. We were not a major Medicaid player. We were in Medicaid today through a joint venture. But in our commercial business, they weren't there. They made the decision to move into that space in a big way. Molina and Centene with aggressive pricing, but a different style of play. Narrow networks, smaller networks, very aggressive medical management, very aggressive contracting. Uh, from what we understand, you know, attempting to get Medicaid rates in the commercial market space. And we come from, so we'll call that a Medicaid up player. We come from the other world. You know, the Blues historically have been known to have very large networks with every doctor, every hospital, you know, good rates, high quality. But we have to compete in this space, and this space is a price-driven, quality-driven space. And so we have to, we will never do exactly what they do. It's not our DNA. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just a different style of play. But we have to compete. So we have to be more effective. We built our first narrow network 
real narrow network managed product that opened in January of 16 of this year. And in one year, that product went at its peak from zero members to 100,000 members wow. in a year. And we think that will grow because it's a low-cost product and people want, but still broader than I think we see in most of the other networks. So it's a different world, but that's what the population needs and we have a responsibility and to meet And have you needs. taken any of the things you've seen those plans do and sort of integrated some of that into how you do things, or is it still We're Florida uh, different? We're, our goal is not to copy. Our goal is to understand the needs of the consumers in the mm -hmm. state and meet their need, whether they're you know, poor or indigent or very you know income very low incomes or whether they're the wealthiest i mean our goal is to support them not by copying anyone but by we have tentacles in the state clearly the other players are material and meaningful but we're much bigger than they are right. and our obligations are different than their obligations uh -huh. so we build what we think is right both last year and this year you talked a lot about collaboration and and really this it's it's this grandiose vision in a sense of how healthcare gets done how far along are we along on something like that, and how long might something like that take? So we're getting there. You know, again, in some environments, we are the provider, like in Pinellas um, with the Diagnostic Clinic, like in South Florida, where it's clearly a 50-50 joint venture with a medical group from Bogota, Colombia, where we are really collaborating, and there's. The, the separation between what we do as an insurer and what the clinics do are becoming less and less. Medical groups are becoming more interested in working and collaborating, figuring out technology, sharing data. It's a journey and we're on that journey, but clearly there is interest and there's opportunity and we're moving forward. Even in this conference, a number of folks have come up to me already saying, how do we sort of move down the continuum here? So we're pretty excited about that. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.